This is Family Travel Radio speaking. This is Family Travel Radio. This is Family Travel Radio. Family Travel Radio is on the air. Family Travel Radio is on the air. Welcome to Family Travel Radio, the official podcast of the Family Travel Association. Family Travel Radio is on the air, helping you discover the world of possibilities family travel has to offer. Well, hello, hello, my friend. It's Aaron Schlein here, and welcome to Family Travel Radio. Really hope you enjoyed last week's episode, which was special for Mother's Day. And I want to let all you dads out there know that you're going to get your turn coming up on June the 10th. I've got an interview coming up with one of the most influential, if not the most influential dad travelers out there. His name is Eric Stowen, better known as Travel Bobo. You can check him out at travelbobo.com. And that episode goes live on June the 10th, the Monday just before Father's Day. Today we're talking all about capturing family travel memories. And I've invited on a fantastic guest. Her name is Jessica Mao. She is the founder of Journey Jotter Books. And she's going to help you and me capture those special family travel memories, relive them, and enjoy them for many, many years to come. My chat with Jessica is coming at you right now. No matter your destination or budget, there are a few key ingredients that go into creating lasting and meaningful vacation memories. Joining me today is Jesse Mao, founder of Journey Jotter Books. Jesse is the creator of Journey Jotter Books, which is a line of personalized travel activity journals designed to engage kids in all of their travels and promote lifelong learning and lasting memories. Jesse, welcome to Family Travel Radio. Thank you so much. I'm so pleased to be here. Uh, it's my pleasure to be your host. Where are you joining us from today? You know what? A little bit outside of Washington, D.C., right where it all goes down. So this is uh, early February that Jesse and I are talking, and we just had a, a heck of a, a cold spell throughout the country. How, uh, how were you guys impacted out there in the, in the D.C. area? So the polar vortex did not claim us uh, as much as it did the, uh, most of the country. So we're feeling pretty fortunate. Some cold temps, but we're okay. Good. Glad to hear it and glad to be talking with you today. So Jesse, before we get into Journey Jotter books, just tell me, I want to know a little bit about you. Tell me about the impact that travel has had throughout your life and throughout the lives of your children. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, I traveled a lot pretty regularly with my family growing up. I'm one of three kids. So our family of five kind of set out a couple of times every year. We visited family and friends, beaches, amusement parks, national parks, kind of the whole deal. As you mentioned, I'm just outside of D.C., born and raised, so I am incredibly spoiled by sort of the world-class institutions there and the fact that they're free entry, Um, so that still catches me by surprise sometimes when I go elsewhere. We almost always drove, which at the time I did not care for. I always thought flying was like a whole lot more exciting, but in hindsight, I sort of feel like The road trip was part of the beauty of it because looking back, I now see that it gave me an early sense of how vast our country is and like how diverse. And we had a lot of experiences that I wouldn't have had flying. I can think of looking for milk for our cereal for breakfast in the morning and finding only buttermilk, like in Santee, South Carolina, and just, you know, little things like that that became vignettes for me. You have made a point before about the, the, pretty effective campaign of 18 summers. And I think that I really felt 
every one of those 18 summers traveling with my family in, in a good way. Um, I can't remember a specific moment when I caught the travel bug. I think I always kind of had it. And then after, after those 18 summers, I started trying out, you know, traveling a little bit more independently, studying abroad in Germany. Um, I went to go live and work in Ireland for a summer right after I graduated college. And, and those were all pretty formative. By the time my husband and I got married, which was uh, about five years after college, we had our eye on Zambia and Tanzania, Zanzibar, and we kind of crafted a whole huge trip there. And we, we really got in a lot of great travels before the kids were born. Then after the kids, you know, I, I heard Shelly talk in episode 10 about like that you, you kind of have to take it to a different level for a little bit with the kids. And, and I feel like that's sort of what we've been doing is sort of ramping back up towards more bigger adventures, basically. So just real quick, the takeaways for me from my travel is like travel lets me know how others live, which is very important to me. Um, I'm more likely to strike up conversation with people in the course of travel. And I like that. I don't do that much in the day to day, or I wish I did it more. Um, I relish the feeling of like the shift in perspective that travel provides. And I think my kids and I, my, our whole family, I think we take a lot more time to sort of notice the small things when we travel than I would just in our, in our hectic day to day. I pay, I pay more attention and I like that. Well, I love that. And you said, God, you said so much there. I love it. Well, just going back to your, the, the, your buttermilk point. That, <laughs> I remember traveling as, as a youngster and being just fascinated by, by tiny differences. And the further afield that you travel, and more to me, more interesting those differences become. Mm-hmm. So I love that you made that point. Jesse, so capturing family travel memories, just capturing memories, period, to me is, is really just, just a fascinating subject. And because memories, you don't know always when and where they're going to happen and how, you know, how sometimes certain things just stick with you for, for life with no, no seemingly very little rhyme or reason. So this is your area of expertise. So I want to talk capturing family travel memories. What do you got? Sure. So I think we all want to know kind of what's the secret sauce, right? What is the thing that's going to make that mental magic happen? We all talk about making memories. That's kind of a a really huge phrase tossed around a lot, but um, we never really stop to think about how that's going to happen. We kind of trust, well, if my destination is big and grand, that should take care of it. Or if we do this super exciting thing, it'll just happen. But the truth is, you know, it's actually not really automatic. It's not something that we should take for granted. But what I find encouraging is that there are some really actionable, just manageable ways to encourage the creation of memories as you go. And it doesn't matter where you're going. That's what I really loved about in episode 12, Erin Kirkland, I'll I'll paraphrase real quick. She just said, everywhere you go with a kid is going to have the potential to be a meaningful experience you know, because you're going as a family. And, and I think the key idea there is it's the potential for meaning. It's not a given, but it's easily within our reach. Well, I love that. And you've taken this whole idea of capturing family memories to, to a whole other level with Journey Jotter books, which I love that you've done that because I think a lot of people might have this, this notion that they want to capture their memories. They're looking for tools and tricks to, to really seal and lock in those memories to they can reflect on in the future. You've actually made a business out of it, Journey Jotter Books. Let's talk about that. 
Sure. So I think that travel is only as good as the engagement that it that it creates, that it elicits from kids. And I just always wanted to support that engagement, both with my kids and, you know, with the students that I used to teach. And now with, you know, whoever buys a Journey Jotter book, I've spoken to a ton of families who you know, everybody seems to feel like, oh yeah, we want to do some journaling. We want to do some processing, but you know, if we hand our kids just a blank journal, it's kind of intimidating or they don't feel that interested. You know, they also want to hand their kids like sort of your typical like boredom buster type activities, like a word search or license plant play game um, for, for when you're in the plane or in the car or wherever. And there's good old electronics, right? You know, a lot of families rely to some extent on electronics, but they also know that they don't want that to be 100% of their trip. And it can't be sometimes, you know, or shouldn't be. I created Journey Jotter books to sort of speak to and fill in all of those areas. Um, I created a series of different activities. So these are each activity is usually two pages long, and it is designed to really help kids grab just a snapshot of their travel. We don't want kids to try and take in the whole trip all at once because that's hard. That's hard for adults to do too. So each activity really just can flex to wherever they are, whatever their personality is, they can bring it to that activity and kind of get a good picture of what is this one moment that I'm in. It can be used to engage them in a moment that they're not inherently interested in, um, or it can be you know used to really heighten their sense of context about what they're doing in, in a moment that they're already enjoying. Well, I think you made a great and really key point in there about distracting our kids with the word searches and the technology versus engaging our kids. Mm-hmm. That's a huge, that's a huge distinction because as parents, we, we want our kids to have something to do, especially there can be some considerable downtime, especially on long haul trips. But what can we do to engage them in those moments as opposed to distract them from those moments? That, that's, that's key. And I was something I really didn't even think about going into this interview, but you made that point really well. So take me through, take me through the process. I'm a parent. I, want, I, I know that I want to come away from a, a trip with some great memories with my kids. I turn to you, Jessica, Journey Jotter Books. Help me create that unique journal for my child. How do we do that? Well, um, every book, this is the easy part, every book starts with what I call the essentials chapter. Um, It is 12 activities that are the core of the book. And that is your who, what, when, where, and why of of the travel. They are activities that, like I said, they're designed to fit no matter where you're going. If you're going to an amusement park, great, or camping, or international, wherever. They are designed to flex to any duration of trip. So it doesn't matter if you you know, we're going to go somewhere for a few weeks and then that's that. Or maybe you want to, you know, a lot of people like to think about buying a book for an entire calendar year. And then it's just there every time that, you know, maybe a day trip props up or the next month you, you have a trip that you didn't really plan on, but your child is ready and can just pick up the book and go. So every book starts with the essentials chapter. And then from there, that's really where it becomes a different thing for each child. Currently, there's nine additional chapters that could be added to the book for your child. Each chapter has three additional activities, and they're all, each chapter is is sort of joined by a theme, right? So like there's the naturalist chapter, um, the observer, the anthropologist, the curator, the designer, the engineer, the collaborator. These are all chapters that I designed with different kids' personalities in mind, or, or even different trip context in mind. So 
what works for one kid may not be the chapter that, that another kid is really going to love, um, but you can add as few or as many as you want um, to make the book really your own. Uh, and sometimes, you know, I hear from families that it's hard to choose. It's hard to choose which chapters are going to be the right ones uh, for them because they have sort of several that they, that they want. Um, then after that, families pick uh, from four different cover designs for their child and they enter personalization details on the cover, just, you know, whatever name your child wants to have on the front cover and the year, uh, the dates of your travel, the year basically. And then I make it just for them. Jesse, over at journeyjotterbooks.com, you have a blog post called Five Ways to Make Your Family Travel More Memorable. Real quick in the last couple of minutes here, I'd like to go through those, those points, those five points one at a time. So let's just dive in. Number one, prior knowledge for the win. What is that all about? Yeah, I think um, the more that kids know going into their travel about the destinations that they're going to visit, the less um, really heavy lifting that they have to do mentally when they get there. Uh, there's a lot of stimuli, a lot of sights, sounds, smells, etc. Um, and there's much that can be done to sort of preview their travel with them so that by the time they get there, they're a little bit more set with where they are in space and ready to make memories. Sweet. Let's just go straight to number two, progress through processing. Processing is uh, one of my favorites. It's basically that when information is interesting to us and when we process it deeply, that's when it stands the greatest chance of being promoted to to long-term memory. So processing starts with a great night's sleep, a lot of rest. It means getting curious with your child. Uh, It means asking a lot of questions with them and just, you know, encouraging them at every turn to sort of Think about how they might want to record or retell some of the things that they saw each day or even as you're leaving an activity. I love that. Thinking about how you're going to record and retell. That's, I think that's huge. And I think it's a great way to, to be present in the moment when you're seeing the stories as they, as they unfold and really taking the time to process them and think about how you might tell that story someday. I love it. Mm-hmm. Number three, embrace the feels. Right. This is maybe one that we that we shy away from sometimes, but there really are feelings attached to most of our most of our memories in some form or fashion. You know, I kind of think about Pixar's Inside Out, for instance, where a lot of the memories that are created that they 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 all contain at least one emotion, if not maybe a blend of emotions. So I just want to encourage families to check in with your your kid about how they're feeling and help them, you know, it may lead to some great discussions that help process as in step number two, check in with your own mood. This is one that is difficult for a lot of us. It's hard for me, but if nothing else, like your, your child will remember how they felt spending that time with you on the trip. Um, And also just think about how you're treating other, other folks um, on your trip and encouraging your kids to, to do random acts of kindness where they go. Um, and that will build that positive sort of feeling that then can roll into good memories. I love that. That's another great point that I, I struggle with to some degree myself. And I try to, to really hammer home with other parents is the impact that your mood and your attitude has on the whole situation. You know, are you pouring gasoline on a, on a dumpster fire or are you doing your job to, to or make an effort to, to put it out? And that's, that's a tough one that a lot of people, including myself, struggle with. So appreciate that. Number four, Jesse, more than words. Yeah, and this is, I think this is why when a lot of families hand their kids just a, a basic travel journal and say, write in it, you know, it's, I think that's why it doesn't always hit home for a lot of kids because we think in different ways. There's multiple intelligences. Um, and so 
I think, you know, when you can cue into, does my child love to move? Does my child love to sing? Do they love art? You know, these are all components that sort of I've built into journey jotter activities and parents can really encourage their kids no matter where they are to, you know, some kids are going to love taking photos or creating a poem or a song or a dance or what have you. Or even, you know, preparing a dish after they get back home to remind them of their travels. So there's a lot of different ways to, uh, to process the memories and, and extend them. Indeed. All right, Jesse, we're in the home stretch. Last but not least, number five, layer it on. So this is my, my number one, I mean, my favorite tip is just that creating a memory is only the beginning. And if you don't go back and sort of layer back over that memory, which is called consolidating it, then it, it really isn't going to survive as well, um, as richly as you'd want it to. I think of it a lot like, like a, th- a 3D printer. You know, if you use that to create an object, creating just the first layer tells only a fraction of the whole story. Um, if you instead add layer upon layer, the result becomes a fully formed, a more faithful representation of the real thing. And so I just want to encourage families to look for all the ways that they can revisit an original memory over and over again. And a lot of that has to do with like recapping what you did, even after the travel. It's one of the reasons why um, so many of the Journey Jutter Books activities invite kids to circle back throughout or after their travels and, and look at what they saw and kind of create more of a narrative going forward, consolidating the memory. Well, Jesse, you certainly are the real deal, and I appreciate you coming on today to talk all about capturing those travel memories. We just stepped through a a blog post, Five Ways to Make Your Family Travel More Memorable. You can find that post over at journeyjotterbooks.com. We're going to have a link to all this in the show notes at familytravel.org slash radio. And of course, please visit journeyjotterbooks.com to create a travel journal as unique as your child. Jesse Mao, thanks so much for joining us today on Family Travel Radio. Thank you so much, Aaron. It's been a blast. Yes, indeed, my friend. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today on Family Travel Radio. And thanks again to Jesse Mao from Journey Jotter Books. You can find the links from today's episode, everything Jesse and I talked about. You can find it over at familytravel.org slash radio. All right, my friend, we'll see you next week. This is Aaron Schlein for Family Travel Radio, and I am signing off. Family Travel Radio.